0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. We are so glad that you are here with us on this fantastic first December, first Thursday of December, Wow. rather. Wow. We're glad to be here. I am Shay Elliott, one of the hosts of Homemaker Chic Podcast of the Elliott and ShayElliott.com. And I am joined once again by my beautiful co-host, Angela Reed of Parisian Farm Girl. And this is good. I'm glad we're getting to sit down together today. It's such a treat. So it's a good job. I like this job.
1: I do too. It's kind of like, can't we just do this? Mm -hmm. Could we like quadruple our audience and just do this?
0: Yes. That would be lovely. Uh, Do share Homemaker Chic podcast with a friend. Um, We have big things in store for Homemaker Chic in 2022. And... We can't say them yet, but it is very exciting. And it's exciting to me how well Homemaker Chic has been received from homemakers all around the world from so many different personalities, different walks of life. It's just, it's really beautiful what it's become in these
1: almost last two years. Yeah. Yeah. We're coming up right on two years. What are you doing?
0: I thought everybody left my house and come people are coming into my office. Oh, hi everybody. And I hi was like, people. I'm sure Daddy told her you absolutely may not disturb Mommy while she's recording her podcast. Hey, take that out of here. And
1: <laughs> I'm using the charger. So, sorry. Okay. We just got uh, a sauna. And okay. I laid that hammer down. Do not try to talk to me through the glass. Oh. Don't knock on the glass. Don't call my name. I will not be wiping any butts, breaking any hands, making any meals, finding any gloves. Oi! I am in sauna. I am in sauna. That sounds so fancy.
0: What is this posh life that you live? I like it. <laughs> we that have taught uh, that was our
1: our Christmas present to each other. Oh, see, that's a good idea. Boom!
0: I like those kind of presents.
1: I they like it a gift
0: that keeps on giving. Yes, they are. We tried to teach our kids when they were little, if they needed us, like, let's say I was talking to another adult, uh, if the kid needed something, they were to come up and just place their hand somewhere like on my leg mm-hmm. gently. And then I will just know it'll says, okay, you need my attention. I'm going to finish up this conversation and then I'll direct my attention to you. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of gotten lax, I feel like. And How's instead that of out like for <laughs> this nice, it used to work, this nice placement yeah. of a thigh on my hand on my thigh. Now it's like they're basically like poking me in the ribs, you know, like my, like they're not saying, they're just. Gah, 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 gah. And by the end, you're like, what? Exactly. <laughs> what, you, what Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> I'm not even angry at you when they're little. <laughs> just, I'm not even angry at them. It's just like, just don't
1: poke me in the ribs. Right. right. You know, or like slap slap, slap. Um, I have one, you know, yes. Okay. I'm tired. The discipline goes, it's less, it's less than it was with round one. Okay. Um, but my littlest, like he just, he's relentless. Don't mm-hmm. interrupt, but mom, but mom, mom, but I said, you, you may not interrupt. You have to wait till mom's done. Like, you know, and mm-hmm. this is here where we're trying to train, not in public. He just, he doesn't give in. He's like, I, but I had something to say. Yeah.
0: And it's very important. I'm so
1: tired. (laughs) I should be in my
0: sauna now. Yeah. Yep. Well, if you are tired, then this might be a good episode for you because. Season nine of Homemaker Chic sponsored by House of Tokumen Rugs. So we went away for the weekend and on a drive back, I was talking to my friend, Amber, because it was a, you know, three hours and some change car ride. And we talked about House of Tokumen Rugs for a good probably 30 or 40 percent of this drive
1: (laughs) because like the last episode of this podcast. Yeah. Our husbands are like, oh, Come on. Uh, yeah, but kind of obsessed lately. It's kind of my thing right now. So
0: well, and here's the thing. So Amber has this beautiful living room and she bought one of the washable rugs that are oh so popular on your Instagram ads and such. She bought one and it was a huge one. It was like a nine by twelve or a ten by thirteen. It was a big old one, big enough for her living room. And um, it's graphic and um, you know, the problem is she spent still a really good amount of money. I would say probably half the amount that a house of tokumen rug that size would go for. Okay, okay, so it cost half as much. She's had it for about 7 months and it's destroyed. The, what ha- here's what happens with these washable rugs and I know this to be true because I bought one before. The the sides start to roll up. Yeah. And no matter what you do, if you wash it, if you lay it flat, if you press it when it's wet, it doesn't matter. It rolls up. So these washable rugs are really just disposable. Like Mm -hmm. They just do not last anyway. So that was the basis of our conversation of like, wow, if you, you know, yes, it's twice as much upfront. So there's a little bit of a sticker shock there. I think for some people when they're used to buying these washable rugs, but they're made of natural fibers like wool, they're not made of plastic. So there's no off gassing. A lot of them are old a lot of them have stood the test of time but there's new ones as well but they're and they're made to last they're made to literally like pass on to your children
1: yes they are you know and um, it won't be it won't be available by the time people hear us talking but you you've been telling people to tune into annabelle's instagram at house yeah and like you're not kidding she did this huge educational session yesterday Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, why they're priced the way they how they're made, what you're standing on, what what's involved in making them. Oh my goodness, it was excellent. Yep, really beautiful. So,
0: hotrugs.net is where you can browse their online category um catalog. But Mm -hmm. I I strongly suggest you go follow House of Tokumen, T-O-C-U-M-E-N, on Instagram Mm -hmm. and click on her available rugs. So uh, in one of her stories, or what what are those little circles called where you can save highlights? Thank you. In the highlights, there's an available rug one. Go click on that
1: and uh, have some fun. Tell Annabelle that we said hello. And use the coupon code HOMEMAKER. 25. When you visit yeah. the website and you're a first-time customer, just going to give you 25% off a the rug. There you go.
0: Okay. All that's to say, season nine theme, CEO, CEO of your home. And today we really wanted to peel apart some more onion layers on being the CEO of your health. And we did an episode like this in season eight, but they're so well listened to and so well received. And we get great feedback. And I think just because women are dealing with all kinds of stuff, so much stuff, so much stuff. And Angela and I are both dealing with stuff, you know, we're not, we're certainly not um, exempt from this. And so especially this intensely stressful and slightly challenging time of year, we thought let's redirect our attention once again to what it looks like to be the CEO of your health. Yeah to take charge of it.
1: Well, it's also a very decadent time of year for many people. (laughs) And so there's indulging that goes on that really sabotages the demand that you do put on yourself emotionally and physically at this time of year. Mm -hmm. So it really backfires. Mm -hmm. Like you're trying to treat yourself, you're trying like, okay, I'm not going to count calories or... I'm going to throw caution to the wind or just enjoy a little bit more than I normally do. But what that does is it affects the output, everything that's required of you. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a catch 22. It really is.
0: It really is. So should we uh, cue the wine music and then Uh, let's do, because I know we'll end up talking about sugar. Yes. At some point. Well, and frankly, alcohol consumption, you know, and that's a good thing for us to address. So this is the part of the podcast that is sponsored by dry farm wines. And you guys know why we drink these wines, because we don't want to sabotage everything that we do for our health. A glass of wine with a good home-cooked supper is a beautiful and blessed thing. And I'm super thankful to be able to enjoy these wines because they are natural. There are no chemicals. There are no additives. There are no yeasts to give you that histamine reaction that a lot of people have when they drink wine. It's not going to contribute to your wine belly You're not taking in any extra sugar. So it's really a beautiful way to enjoy some clean wines. Here's what we want you to do. We want you to go visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. And if you use that link with your first order, you're going to get an extra bottle in your order for just a penny. And you can choose what you'd like. So if you would like to try their red wines or their white wines, you can choose to do a little box of three if you just want to give them a try. Or you can ship yourself a box of 12. Um, I would recommend doing the bubbly for Christmas. You still have time to get that order in. Um, I do that. It's called the sparkling. So you can do a one, one-time order or a subscription, whichever way you like it. So you have a lot of choices there. Um, that's it.
1: <laughs> okay, I have now what? Okay, I have a bottle. What are you sipping? What are you sipping? Okay, I'm, this is French, but I'm probably some French words really catch me up here. Okay, so this looks like Lamethest, but I'm assuming it, it's Lamethest. because I don't think we th that th Lamethest. Okay. So it's by um, Michel... Uh, his last name is really confusing me. Gounier. I'm thinking. Let me by Michel Gounier. Okay, so this <laughs> is the Beaujolais hey. um, from the uh, commune of Villiers-Morgon in the heart of the Beaujolais region. And uh, I, did I tell you this personally or on the show that a few weeks ago my French tutor and I were talking about biodynamic wines? Because we try to pick a subject and I try to navigate my way through words that i can't even just it's just usually a train wreck but she i was having a hard time making my point and so she googled it and we were reading this article together and it looks like from this article her and i were reading together and um, michelle's own website here he's talking about um using the uh having a heightened sensitivity to nature's rhythm Mm -hmm. and from what i gathered, reading again in French, the French also use the lunar phases when they say they're doing biodynamic wine. Mm -hmm. It's not My understanding is it's not just all these great things that Dry Farm is saying is biodynamic, but that the French also plant and harvest and do certain things to the crops according Mm -hmm. to the lunar phases, which as a gardener has always intrigued me. Have you ever looked into that in your own garden? I've always wanted to try that. Yep. this might be my year. Twenty twenty two might be my year for that. Yep. But I thought that was really, really cool. Yep.
0: it makes yeah. a lot of sense to me. And you know what? This is, it might be a little bit TMI, but uh, <laughs> here we go. But what else is Period. new? <laughs> I know it's totally about periods. Sorry. <laughs> I used to have these really, really horrible periods, and I would like be curled up in fetal position on the mm-hmm. floor. You know, vomiting. It was the really bad. I was really unhealthy in college, and anyway. So I went to this naturopath one time and, um, she asked me if my, what my periods were like, and I told her, and she was like, did you know that your periods aren't really actually supposed to be painful like that? And I was like, say what? Anyway, she taught me how to seed cycle. And in doing so, I got my, um, like ovulation and menstruation cycle on with the lunar cycle. So, uh, most, most women, if it's in sync, they either ovulate or menstruate with the full moon Mm -hmm. and then ovulate or menstruate with the new moon. So it's backwards. So if like, if you menstruate on the new moon, you ovulate on the full moon. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and in doing so it decreases a lot of the PMS symptoms that we're used to. And a lot of the period pains that we're used to. It sounds like I am making stupid stuff up, but no, no, no. I swear it's to you, so it worked. Yeah. It worked. And and um, every once in a while, I'll get off. So I, I have to do a little bit to stay on. But for the most part, it's very much the pattern that I've been on now. And my periods are 5% of what they used to be. So so I do think that there is something to it. And I love that unexplained magic, beautiful element of creation. The mystery of it, I think, think is amazing.
1: Um, underestimate all those connections and everything. I wish I had a pen because I want to make a note that I would put a seed cycling link in the show notes because I think I also don't have a pen, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not complicated, we can talk about it uh, some more, but it is really interesting when you think, um, (laughs) cat, I'll just keep going here. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) why not? Today's about health. Uh, these Great. are two things that I do for my period health. Uh, castor oil packs. I do every night when I'm in bed um, other than the week that I'm on my period. So castor oil. I didn't know you still kept up with that. I do. Yeah. Okay. Um, cast the way a real basic way of what it works is it draws white blood cells to an area. Yeah. And so if you put mm-hmm. castor oil over an area and then you put a heat pad on um, or like a rice pack or something. Um, it draws white blood cells into that area. And where white blood cells are, you have good cell regeneration and health and circulation. And so it's very good for your lady bits. Um, So I just kind of put it the area below my belly button, just a Mm -hmm. teeny little bit of oil, a little cotton pad, and then my heating pad. And I just, you know, do it for the 20 minutes before I fall asleep. No big deal. Anyway, also
1: extremely helpful for period regulation and such. Okay. Well that's interesting. I just yeah. learned you uh, know just reading up on immunity and your immune system and everything that when you um who is calling me? Somebody's calling me. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Pop-ups, I can't see your face. Uh when you are uh having your cycle that you it's so taxing your body is um doing so much. To, you know, around this idea that your body was prepared to be pregnant and now it's it knows that it's not, Mm -hmm. that it puts like an 80% strain on your immune system. And also when you're ovulating, a 40% strain on your immune system. So that's really not a coincidence that you feel run down or you feel like a basket case or like you need to stay spend the day stay home and or that you get a headache or that you're you like, Oh great. I got my period and a cold. Are you kidding me? You know (laughs) that those things, um, coincide. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm.
0: Interesting. Yeah. You know, I'm still like, I was one of those women who was very blessed after having a child. I wouldn't have my period for like a year at least and it was beautiful and I loved it. (laughs) Um, and so, I even though my youngest is now like five and a half, I feel like I'm actually still just sort of remembering what it was like to just have a very regular period. Because I, for a decade, it was here, there, and everywhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And now I'm still adjusting to what, like, embracing it, finding a way to just embrace it when it's no longer serving any purpose. <laughs> like, no, there's no more pregnancies, you know. So in theory, there's really no need for this, but there is, and that it's it's flushing and it's processing things yeah. and it's it's a gift that my body is able to do this right. and trying to not reject it as this enemy but rather to say okay you're here and i'm here and how do how can we do this well together for the next 20 years because right. we still have a long haul together
1: and because well, it's a real paradigm shift once you're not thinking about oh am i pregnant this month oh or, totally or, it, you're just now it, when and was my, when, was my period supposed to come? <sighs> what do I do with this thing? Why do exactly. I have this? What, why do I have to go through this now? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah.
0: And, yeah. and I think that I I haven't landed on any concrete things other than I have given myself grace in planning these certain meals, like day one of period. I've just decided that's our Thai takeout.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Thai food is our total cheat food. And I, it's, I know it's, it's made with terrible ingredients most of the time, but it's the one thing we eat out because I, it tastes better than when I make it at home mm-hmm. anyway. And, um, that
1: first day, I don't really want to stand. I don't, I would like to oh, sit yeah. down. I get, I just want I to sit stand. down. It feels like a horse kicked me in the crotch. <laughs> I can't stand. The first day. It hurts so bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so having a few. Just knowing like, I'm prepared for this. I'm going right. to put it into the grocery budget. I'm going to account for it. And just frankly, getting better at asking for help. I am really trying to get there with Stu and just being like, look, or, and even Georgia, you know, I'm slowly explaining these mm-hmm. things to her. And um, I try to tell her when it happens so that she kind of just knows here's kind of what the rhythm looks like. And yeah, and I'll just say like, I need to sit down. So if we could just make grilled cheese tonight for yep. supper, that'd be great. Or if y'all could. You know, do a little extra in the kitchen. That would be really helpful.
1: Yeah, um, because so good about that. Like uh, he, I, it's the same thing. I need to sit down, or you know, what, tonight is. I don't like. I don't usually watch movies in the evening or anything, but tonight mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Chromebook up to bed. Yeah, early.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think that's okay. I think like we talked about this a couple episodes ago. When you're just trying to march through a very fatiguing and mentally and physically taxing time. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of silly to feel like you should just go on as normal and just function as normal. I remember this being one of the hardest things. I know we have a lot of listeners who work away from the home. I remember the days when I worked in an office and like trying to pretend like I was okay. <laughs> when even if even on your best period days you're still tired and puffy and black, you just kind of want to be curled up and cozy and safe and Right. Warm. And, um, that's a really difficult thing. And I, I wish we didn't have to operate
1: on such a, such a plane fake all the time. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, I think, it is. I think, I think, you know, we've, we've talked about miscarriage on the show. I think so many women's issues in the female community, we act like they're not happening. Yeah. Why? I don't, Why?
0: Well, I mean, periods are not like, it's not really a nice topic. It's not like a pretty thing, but But like like, all the women have it. It's like, it's also like clipping your fingernails. Like, well, that's not that pleasant, but everyone's doing it. (laughs) Like it's all something we have to deal with. Everyone poops. You guys, everyone poops. It's true. Everyone poops. What are you drinking? Sparkling water. <laughs> water. hmm mm-hmm. I'm really trying to up, up the water. Uh, drinking.
1: I have been drinking p- so much water that I can't. <laughs> I'm not sleeping well because I'm waking up so much to be. Yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem. I need like a I like a four-year-old. I need a cutoff point.
0: <laughs> yeah, you need to drink it all before like 12 p.m.
1: And then you exactly. can actually
0: <laughs> <laughs> then spend the rest of the time
1: Yeah, doing that.
0: Yeah. Well, right before we sat down, I've been trying in the name of being the CEO of my health. um, One thing I think Angela and I have learned a lot in our years of having babies and health issues that we've both dealt with over the years is that no one's really going to be your advocate. Uh, So when we talk about being the CEO of your health, you are the CEO of your health. -hmm. I mean, it's not your doctor, it's not your friend who may know a lot. Uh, it's not even your spouse because they can't be in your body. They can't experience what you're experiencing. And so often, I've I think I've told this story before, but I remember being in high school and I was really sick. And I went to the walk-in clinic here. My dad took me in, and there was this really young doctor, and she inspected my throat and my ears and everything. And she's like, oh, well, you, you've been clenching your jaw, you're grinding your teeth and it's causing these ear problems and throat problems. Mm. She's like, you need to just only eat soft food, like pureed food for a month. And it should alleviate that pressure that you're feeling. So we get done. And my dad was just like, that is bull. So he takes me to another clinic And I, the same day, and I get in another examination and I have strep throat and a double ear infection. And he's like, okay, there we go. I mean, had I just taken this doctor's word for it, I would have gone home and pureed my soup for 30 days and it wouldn't have done snot for
1: for my ear infection.
0: And I was very young and I remember it being a big lesson, like, oh. So I have to like
1: question this stuff. Yeah. I think that's one of the most important things. I mean, I've dealt with enough stuff. Like if you feel in your gut, <laughs> like this is not right. This can't be right. This can't be, you know, enough information or enough of a diagnosis or to, to go with that and just to keep questioning and keep digging and even further than a second opinion, just reading and, and like we're doing today, just peeling back the Mm -hmm. onion layers because, you know, I, two, it'll be two years ago this Christmas, two years ago this Christmas, I was, I ended up in the ER for heart palpitations. I thought I was going to like have a heart attack and it was, um, it was right it was 2 months after i lost the half the hearing in my right ear and they had put me just on a ton of prednisone i had never taken anything like that before uh and i found myself really desperate to follow what they wanted me to do which was uh, a big round of really intensive oral prednisone and then um intratympanic prednisone shots where they shot a needle of it into my eardrum <sighs> um to try to get my hearing back uh Anyways, I didn't want to, they weren't really giving me any information on why I had lost my hearing, but I was desperate and very depressed about it. So I followed their advice and I subsequently was having just crazy like heart arrhythmia and palpitations, just clunking. It felt like a, like an old junker trunk truck in my chest. Like it would go clunk clunk. And it would feel like it was falling down to my stomach. And it was horrifying, Uh, horrifying enough that I would leave my kids on Christmas Day and go to the ER. And the minute, the minute I told them, you know, they asked, you know, they're like trying to talk, calm me down because I was pretty worked up. Um, The minute I told them that I had six children, it was just like a switch flipped. And I got the little mama needs to take more time to herself. She's just stressed out conversation. And it turns out nobody would listen to me because I kept saying, could the prednisone be doing this? Could prednisone cause heart palpitations? Could it be everything I've been going through the last 60 days? No, 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 no. That doesn't happen. I get home. I do subsequent digging and research. Sure enough, it's like all over Dr. Google as one of the side effects. So I have lots of stories that I could tell like that, but to anybody who's just kind of sat across from a doctor and, just left kind of walking away, feeling like something they're dealing with is their fault or, or that they're crazy. Just keep digging. Mm -hmm. Just keep digging. Mm -hmm.
0: I think that's, I think that's hard for moms to do sometimes is to know, Mm -hmm. am I stressed out? Do I just need a weekend away and a hot bath? And have I been drinking water and have I been nourishing my body? Well, have I been sleeping Mm -hmm. versus is something actually wrong that I need to address? And I don't have the answer for that, especially for anybody else, but, um, but it is important, I think, to ask the question to yourself, if you are dealing with stuff, um, it doesn't, and it's not that expensive and it's not that difficult to go and get your blood work done. And that's a good place to start at least do a hormone panel, do something just to, just to, uh, to know that, to know what are we dealing with, you know? And, and we talked about this, I think before too, but just getting a doctor, someone in your corner who could, who will at least listen to you. That doesn't mean they're going to get it right all the time mm-hmm. that they're going to have all the right answers. Cause they also don't know exactly what you're going through, but right, um, a
1: couple different. I like, I think it's Nice to have like a a regular MD, but then to have a naturopath or somebody else who's going to look at it from a different perspective. Uh, Do you have like a first move that you make when you feel something's off or like my first move is I always is the chiropractor. I have to, after like the rundown, am I drinking enough water? Mm -hmm. What's my life been like the last couple of weeks? Have I, what have my sleep patterns been like? My first move is always the chiropractor. Mm. I usually text you. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> like, it's a serious?
1: I don't know. I'm dying. <laughs> That's so funny.
0: Angela and I would like to invite all of our Homemaker Chic listeners to stock up right now on the beautiful flowers, baking gifts, and olive oils provided by our longtime friends at Jovial Foods. Visit jovialfoods.com and fill your cart with rich and buttery einkorn flour, the only wheat Variety that's never been hybridized and a flour that even those with a gluten sensitivity can often digest with ease because of its weak gluten. Einkorn flour is the flour that we bake our everyday breads and all our holiday cookies and cakes with jovialfoods.com also sources the freshest, most beautiful olive oil available to those of us who want a taste of Italy on our table. I've been to these groves and I've watched how this olive oil was pressed. Its freshness is absolutely divine. The special olive oil makes the most wonderful gift and is only available while supplies last. So visit jovialfoods.com and fill your cart with ruby red jarred Italian tomatoes, cannellini beans, einkorn flour, cookies, crackers, wheat berries for grinding your own flour, and this year's special olive oil. If you wouldn't put something in your mouth and eat it, why would you put it on your skin? That's the question that began the beautiful company of Toops & Co. and we are so glad that it did tubesandco.com is a family-owned, handmade cosmetic and skincare company that has cultivated products that are incredibly clean and wonderful. In fact, our makeup bags and bathroom cupboards are filled with them. First, I wash with the sea buckthorn cleansing oil, followed by the charcoal bar. And then I utilize tubes and glow serum, which is probably the best product I've ever put on my face. And then the face primer, which is rich in ingredients like aloe vera and calming oils. Following that, it's natural foundations, concealers, eyeshadows, brow pencils, mascara, and more. In fact, I'm currently wearing the perfectly plum, nourishing lipstick, and it's soft and velvety and beautiful. And did I mention clean? Tubesandcode.com's new website makes it easy to be inspired by all the incredible products available Fill your cart with tallow balm, face masks, skin tonics, dry shampoo, and other handmade treasures by Emily that are actually good for your skin. Visit toopsandco.com and use Homemaker for a 10% discount.
1: Visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. Are you craving holiday design inspiration and looking to make your home as cozy and inviting as it can be this holiday season? Visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com because Homemaker Chic listeners, I am inviting you to join my Old World Design Society. The Old World Design Society is a place for individuals who cherish the elements of a bygone era. And as a subscriber, you will enjoy a quarterly, full-color magazine with no ads, access to the private design forum, and three Old World-inspired design classes taught by me. In the current magazine, we're visiting Stamford, England, looking at Italian Christmas traditions, ideas for your holiday tables, and more. In fact, start your subscription today with a discounted, limited-edition two-pack. Perfect for gift-giving or for yourself, and I will treat you to the full year of design classes we've enjoyed so far as a society. Visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com to get your limited-edition two-pack unlock the year's worth of classes the perfect way to style your home for the holidays the holidays are here and that means extra schedules and company and much needed extra rest we are getting our extra rest on american blossom linens softer with each washing these are our favorite sheets no matter what time of the year As fans of vintage linens, these are the best sheets ever. In fact, we call them modern vintage and you need to be sleeping on them. With a process called combing, all the rough fibers are pulled out of these organic Texas-grown cotton sheets. This creates the softest, most beautiful bedding for your home. You will love them. Your holiday guests will love them. Invest once because American Blossom Linens are woven to last a lifetime. That's right. Better, not more is our mantra here on the show. So invest once and never again with American Blossom Linens. Visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use our exclusive coupon code HomemakerChic20 for 20% off. <laughs> um, Chiropractor has
0: been a really, really big one for me. Mm-hmm. over the years, most definitely. Um, I mean, I've been, I've been blessed in that. I haven't dealt with major, major things Yeah, for the most part that I haven't been able to just sort of deal with in a smaller way, but
1: yeah, yeah. I, um, okay. Here's the story of when I didn't start with the chiropractor when we first got our cow last year, um, Within that like first couple months, I just developed like the worst ache like around my groin or like my ovaries area, and it just would shoot <laughs> down into my leg. And, and I remember I'm, like, this googling stuff, and it's like you know, you know, ovarian cancer can have shooting pains into the thigh. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going on you? <laughs> and it just wouldn't go away, and it wouldn't go away, and. I went and you know, went to the lady doctor. I got it like a uh, what is I don't know, what it's called pelvic ultrasound. Nothing. You're fine. There's no ovarian cysts, there's nothing. I'm like, but it hurts and it flares and it's like I have pain. What the heck? I go to my chiropractor finally after like four weeks of this crap. I asked, Can you please just check all of me? Is there some muscle pulling? Is there something going on? And he he checked everything and it was sure enough, just jacked like muscles on my spine. Like one was pulling this way, one was pulling that way. And it was Mm -hmm. doing all this crazy stuff to under my belly button. And he's, he couldn't figure it out. He said, can you just tell me like, what has life been like for you? Is there anything new? Like, why would, why are you having this pain right now? Anything new on the farm? And what, right when he said that, I said, I've been milking and he goes, can you show me how you milk? I'm like, yeah, it's pretty clumsy. I've got this stump that's too small and I'm scrunched up in a ball. And <laughs> it's like, that's it. You're just like totally putting this strain on your lower abdomen and you're doing it twice a day. And then, <laughs> Miss, I've had six children. Yeah. So here I had gotten like an ultrasound and everything. And that's like one of the times I didn't start with a chiropractor. Yeah. And yeah. I saved myself a whole crap ton of
0: worry. Yeah, it reminds me of that meme where it's like most adult problems can be solved by drinking a glass of water and going pee. You're right. just like, why am I so angry? Oh, I haven't gone to the bathroom in six hours. Exactly. Like, maybe just maybe just start with that. Take a little nap.
1: Right. <laughs> here's a nap.
0: Here, here's something funny. And it not tell you this. So So listen, I know that this sounds like posh and luxurious. And it is, we all have our things. Okay. We all have our things that we spend money on. I don't have a ton of, well, we'll talk about hobbies, but I love to get massages. I love it. And it's really important to me. And I have a lady that I see here and she's a really reasonable price. And it's not like, just feel nice massage. It's like, let me pull your arm out of your socket. And like, put it in the right way, right? Just because I, because I do milk and I'm gardening and I'm super physic chopping all the time, jacks up your shoulders Mm -hmm. so bad. Anyway. So we go, Stu and I go away for a couple of days with a couple, a couple of friends of ours. And we stay at this resort and my mom has the kids. It's just a really, we've been looking forward to this for a long time. And we go and Stu says like, do you want to get a massage while we're here? And I'm thinking, absolutely, like
1: I haven't had a couples massage since I was with Angela in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> no, this
0: wasn't a couples massage. Okay. She didn't want one. This was just me. <laughs> Which by the way, that massage place we went in New Orleans, they keep texting. Oh my
1: me. gosh, I get and emails they're like, and come in, like, come in, come in. I'm like, day. I would if I could. I okay. Know, it makes me feel like I just want to go back. It's sad.
0: Okay. Anyway, so I'm in there in this. This really nice lady is giving me a massage and where you know, she's asking where my problem areas are. <laughs> I'm telling her, and she goes, she's massaging my right butt cheek. Which, oh, if you if you've had children, like hips and butt cheeks, they're always going to be a, you know, spot. Anyway, so she's like deep in there on my right butt cheek, and then she
1: goes, "Do you work out?" And I said, "Yeah." Did I get a butt muscle compliment from the masseuse? <laughs> no, oh, no. She goes. She goes, Do you lift weights? And I said,
0: Yeah. And she goes, I thought so because your butt is talking back to me. Oh my. And I thought, Oh my
1: gosh. I'm farting. I'm farting. I farted. i did not even realize it. That's <laughs> my worst fear at the chiropractor. I'm like, Don't fart don't don't you do it don't you do it
0: i know i didn't fart so i thought what is she what does that mean you know and then i couldn't even enjoy the next 15 minutes in the massage because i'm thinking did i fart on her is something leaking out of somewhere like, <laughs> did you ask her no because then it was awkward like by the time i got to the point I was like i really don't know what that means um it kind of felt awkward <laughs> Wait, so you still don't know what she meant? No. Nope. No. Nope. Your butt is
1: talking back to me. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, go life wondering what
0: she meant. <clears throat> I know, I know. Um, but <sighs> to my young mothers who are in childbearing years, um I went like the nursing position, being hunched over your oh, baby. Oh my gosh,
1: do you remember the back pain with your first baby, it was fire. It was like fire. Oh, Cause you're leaning over
0: <laughs> so much. I know. Oh, and you just, my gosh. Yep. Oh, that's when I got introduced to the chiropractor and, um, yeah, mama's figure out how, figure out how to get to a good chiropractor and figure out how to get a massage and not just like in a mom needs a moment away. I mean, that's a benefit to it, but like, there are legit things going on in your skeletal muscles and in your, like all the things that affect. Things. So here's, here's an example. When we drove down to Coeur d'Alene for our time away, mm-hmm. I hadn't had, I hadn't been adjusted and I hadn't had my normal massage and it was bothering, bothering me. Like I kept having to rotate my whole right side went numb as I'm sitting in the car and it was really yeah. uncomfortable. We get a massage and she does all this work on my hips and the car ride back. I'm totally fine nothing at all. Mm -hmm. And there man, again, if mom can't function well, if mom can't vacuum, if mom's back is out and she has to be up on laid up on the couch for three days, which we've both done, Mm -hmm. um, that's no good to your family. So I know it seems luxurious and hard to prioritize the money and the time that it takes to put these things into your health. But It's such a small investment when it comes to you actually being there
1: as the CEO of your home. Yes, absolutely. That's, you know, that's kind of where we were coming. Sorry, I have this little knob on the desk, on the drawer of my desk. I need to put a solid knob. Mm. It's like a little tassel and I'm always hitting it with my knee. But that's where Joel and I were coming. So we did, we got a red light and a sauna. It was kind of a big deal. Like, okay, well, obviously this is our Christmas present for the next three years, you know, but we're older than you and Stuart. And I just thought, okay, we work really hard here on the property and we need to take some like this next step in proactivity because I don't, I don't want it to catch me out when I'm 62 or 58 or mm-hmm. like, what, what can I do right now to make down the road easier sweating mm-hmm. it out for 20 minutes a day and sitting under a light going to help cellular regeneration or what, what can I do? And, um, that was kind of our idea was like, just nip it in the bud now or take, it yeah. was a bold move for us actually. Like that it was, um, that's not like a check we would normally write, you know, and it wasn't outrageous, but, and it, it was really interesting and in that we were both on the same page. I came to him, I said, I think we should get a son. He's like, so do I. Wait, who are you? What? Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, just making it, you have a job to do and you have to be healthy to do the job well. And you and I have both been in positions where we weren't in top form and aren't in top form. Mm -hmm. And we know what it's like to to still have to do our careers and still have to raise children or still have to make our way through a pregnancy feeling poorly. Mm Mm-hmm. So whatever you can do, you know, whether it's, um, getting a massage, making the chiropractor, uh, a priority, prioritizing time to work out. Um, the, the demand on a woman is really big. She's, she's working, she's taking care of the home. And so she's doing all of these physical things. And that after a certain age, then you're caring for parents. You're either caring for small children and then you maybe get mm-hmm. this little window and then you're addressing parental issues, um, and along with all the physical aspect of it is the emotional aspect of it. You know, we're empathetic and we're sympathetic and we're caregiving and we, that a lot of energy goes towards, um, generating the emotions that it takes to do what we do to, to be nurturers. And you cannot put your physical well being on the back burner. I, I think it needs to be on the, f- front burner and not like a, my time self-care kind of an attitude, but a a really pragmatic approach to, to taking care of yourself so Mm -hmm. you can do what needs to be done and not just today, but in the future. And I think, yeah, if, if, if husband isn't on the same page, like, you know, husbands usually respond to pragmatism over emotion, you know, to like Presenting it like that, like here's here's what my day looks like. I think I could find a pocket here and a pocket here. Will you support me? Because there's a lot going out, and I need a little bit more coming in. Or I estimate that down the road, I'm going to. It will have benefited me to have more coming in now. Mm-hmm. I think you
0: have to be committed to doing some of these things for the long term, mm-hmm. and that's very. Like so many things we talked about here, it's very unsexy to be like, hey, get eight hours of sleep a night forever. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. don't, you know, they don't, a lot of these things, even something like working out, let's say, um, the benefit is in the long run. And you have to be willing to just do that knowing that it's for you in the long run. And I think that that's really important. There's obviously certain things that you get to enjoy right away. Like you use a sauna, you feel good. You get a massage, you'll feel good. Like those are some good things. But I remember my trainer telling me when I first started that your bone density today is the densest it will ever be. It declines as you age and that's not something that you can stop. It just happens. But if you build up muscles around the bone, then that bone density tends to taper off a lot slower Hmm. than if you don't. And so she was like, it's great for people to start when they're older, but it's even better to have started 20 or 30 years before that because you're able to keep your bone density for a lot longer. And so, yes, I'm working out now for back pain, for strength but I'm also working out for the Shea 30 years down the road who doesn't want to have joint problems. Right. So it's, it's kind of this, um, yeah, it's kind of this investment.
1: We make investments in other things. Okay. We buy clothing and we take the time <clears throat> to hopefully not, but I know a lot of people do this. Hopefully not. Cause it's very toxic, but huh. we take the time to drive them to the dry cleaners. Mm-hmm. You know we have a special XYZ that we stop, stock our pantry with and we make the trek across town to mm-hmm. that particular store. you know, we do things that are could be viewed as a waste of time mowing, you know we keep our lawns manicured if we yep. live in town you know we we make decisions that take time and so I think this is because it falls under often, Mentally, in our heads as women as, and caretakers, it falls under the vanity category, then it's easy for us to make the decision not to, even just subconsciously, even maybe not really realizing that we're doing it. The
0: is stupid it? thing about that, though, is like the physicalness of everything we've talked about mm-hmm. is so undeniably connected to the emotional well being yes. as well. I mean, we've been talking about some physical things, but let's talk about. The emotional part of things like that's a huge, I mean, if you're talking about being the CEO of your health, Mm -hmm. well, some people who are listening probably don't have any problems with their health or very, very minor ones, but might be dealing with some, you know, more severe emotional health issues, let's say, um, which is tricky, tricky stuff. I, I heard recently, I was watching a doctor talk and he said that they now know and take this with a grain of salt as I okay. do everything, but yeah, right. 1% of disease is linked to genes and the other 99% is linked to lifestyle.
1: Yes. I recently heard something similar, like so this whole, like you've inherited it but is garbage.
0: Yeah. For most things, for most things, for most things, for 99% of things, it's, it's kind of garbage. And that doesn't mean it's, you're not affected by the environment that you grew mm-hmm. up in, but that's a physical thing. That's not necessarily an inherited thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I think that that's interesting, especially when it comes to emotional health stuff. Um, because we can really get bound to the idea that this is just the way that it is. And, you know, maybe this is the way that our parents were. This is something that we came across and, um, and that's true in some respects, but it's not true in 99% of them. And, um, you know, and I, I relate to this. I mean, I, I posted on, I was open. I posted on Instagram the other day. I saw Um, that. I'm like, wow, she's, I know. Well, you know what? I haven't been, I haven't, I'm behind on YouTube. I'm behind on, I haven't been on Instagram, uh, all last week. I just, Mm -hmm. I had to just completely step away for a minute (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I wanted people to know why, not that anyone cares, but, um, but I think it's important for people to realize that they're not alone. I mean, that's my favorite part about this podcast is like, you have a bunch of other women saying, Oh, I have people who are kind of like me and that's comforting yes. and yes. maybe we could learn from each other. Yes. Um so uh I called Angela last week I had my very first anxiety attack and it just hit me like a freight train out of nowhere. Like I was actually fine. I was having a nice time. I was taking a still life photograph Stu and I were home by ourselves. My father-in-law had taken the kids in like we were fine. I was fine. And then all of a sudden I was like, I just couldn't even function. And the only thing I could think of was like, I need to get out of my body. Like mm-hmm. I can't exist as Shay right. right now. Anyway, I'll spare the details. But the cool thing about that post was how many people reached out to me and were like, here's what mine look like. Here's something that's been helpful to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so nice to Actually, hear you say this. I'm sorry that you had to experience this, but, like it's great for us to to, you know, be able to connect in this way. Right. And so, so often, for me, the emotion is so heavily tied to the physical, and the physical is so heavily tied to the emotion. So when I was emotionally challenged last week with all of this, physically, I didn't want to do anything. I had no energy. I had no motivation, um, no clarity, no, no, nothing. I had nothing. And
1: once well, because the- you're, I mean, for me with like anxiety attacks and stuff, you, you're just kind of going to full self-preservation mode. You're like, the, yes, even the the thought of like extra conversation, posting to Instagram is not an option No, that's like external, Mm -hmm. like all your output just comes like, like, no, Mm -hmm. I just need to survive this. Mm -hmm.
0: Very much. So Mm -hmm. very much. So. And, um, there are physical things that are helpful to the emotional aspect of things. So, uh, when I was sort of learning how to like get through this, um, I've pieced together a few things that have been helpful to me over the years. And, things I drew on when this happened. And like one of the things that it sounds so, it sounds so stupid when you're not having an attack to say it, that you would have to do this. But for me emotionally, when I'm going through one of these just really weak or vulnerable situations is to actually like, this was recommended to me by my doctor, put your hand over your heart, put one hand over your heart and one hand over your gut. And you actually just say out loud to yourself, like I am safe. I am fine. I am safe. It's like you have to tell yourself, "Self, this is what is true." You're feeling this way, and like you're spiraling. I mean, almost like blurry black, blacked out vision. Like what's even happening? Right. And so you have to talk to yourself and say, "Self, this is what's true." Um, Another recommended thing when you're sort of spiraling emotionally was to just say, I see the computer. I see the dried flowers. I see the chandelier. Like you just name things that are true Mm. that are here. Okay. Now three things that you smell and then three things that you hear. And it's just, it's just putting your brain and saying, stop, stop doing this and focus on what is true. And then, um, And then what I actually did was I found this really great country living article and it was 20. I'm not kidding. It was 20 great scripture references for anxiety. And they were just, just the verse on this nice colored little graphic. So I say all 20 of them to my phone and I made a note in my phone so that I could, it just says anxiety. I open it up and I can just Go through, and there's 20 verses. And so I just started praying these verses Mm -hmm. out loud, like, Okay, Lord, here I am. And, you know, and I'm just praying these verses back to him and just saying, These are what is true. These are what is true. And regardless of kind of how this manifests for a homemaker who's going through these things, I think there it's, even if you're not having anxiety attacks, it's really helpful to. Talk to yourself, and not listen to yourself. Does
1: that that makes sense. Is so true, Shay. No, no, no. It's so true. So, I told you when I when I have a uh, panic attack, you know, I take off. Like I go walking, and I walk it's, I shouldn't even say walk. I like march. There's something like, like, usually I'm not like a big like heel thumper, but I, I march. I'm like, I'm going to march away from this feeling and I pray out loud because I'm out in the forest. And like, there's something about the impact. It's a different walk than when I just like do my workout walks or something. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something about the physical, like that impact into the ground and talking at the same time, praying, Mm-hmm. That is so helpful because it is a feeling of just wanting to escape your own skin. Like I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy when it's mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. I had one a lot, quite a while, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that talking to yourself instead of listening to yourself is really fabulous advice.
0: Mm-hmm. For, it's, for,
1: it's for just even the homemaker. Even yeah, the that's what I was just thinking.
0: Even yeah. just like whether it's the physical or the emotional stuff, like emotionally, chances are 95% of the time, you're not going to want to make dinner. You're not going to want to fold your kids' socks. You're not going to want to clean up after you've had company. Like the emotions are misleading. (laughs) And if we listen to them, we won't achieve the things that we want to achieve. We won't be the person that we want to be in our home. Our home won't be the home that we want it to be. Um. Mm -hmm. Most days, if I were to listen to myself, I would sleep in. I would not make breakfast. I would just like, everyone, leave me alone. Let me just have my time. Right. Like you, and I have to, you have to talk to yourself and say, self, here is what's good. Here is what we're doing here. Here is what's true. And I still have to do that. Like now, like if I'm working out, I have to say self, this is going to suck and you're going to want to quit and you're going to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, If If whether it's that or it's making dinner so it doesn't surprise me that when it comes to the emotional aspect of of homemaking and the hardships like you've got to tell yourself this is what's true Mm -hmm. and this is what's real and this is what's good and that doesn't mean that's what's easy (laughs) yeah
1: yeah it's true uh most of us wouldn't we wouldn't say the things that are going on in our mind like the lies we tell ourselves, or the excuses we make, or yeah. you know, we wouldn't say those things out loud. So it, it would be easier to say what is true because mm-hmm. you'd be too embarrassed to say the out loud stuff. The other, oh stuff, yeah, you know, oh yeah, You're like I don't want to hear myself say that. <laughs> maybe if you are, I don't want to make dinner. These people are freaking pigs. You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's your little red flag. <laughs> warning, warning!
0: Warning! Warning! um Thank you. Obviously, this cannot be. Obviously, we're not doctors and this right. cannot be a full and complete conversation. No, but it's not comprehensive my, bite. <laughs> my hope is that it at least sparks thought in the homemaker's mind of just let's turn that energy, turn the energy towards yourself just for a moment and take inventory of mm. what's going on in your body. I mean, if you're struggling with crazy periods, horrible back pain, huge emotional fluxes, like let's take inventory of that. Let's let's acknowledge it. And let's maybe start self-advocating mm-hmm. for a way out of that so that ultimately we can be a better contribution to the people that we love around yes. us and to our homes. Um, and whether that's a physical issue, whether that's an emotional issue. Um, and don't think you're crazy. I mean, I had to take suicide Over the weekend and just be like, I just need you to listen to me now and I'm going to barf a bunch of stuff out at you Mm -hmm. and then you can tell me that you love me and then we'll carry on, you know, but um, it's when you, when you bottle that in and when you, when you don't release it, whether it's the physical stuff or the emotional stuff that doesn't help you in any capacity, you try to just muster through it on your own. is not going to be helpful to anybody. No. No. (laughs) um that was an
1: exceptionally fast hour it was i mean i think it's a a topic we could revisit all the time that's because it changes all the time (laughs) it changes all the time we have so many other you know we can always talk about working out we haven't even touched the iceberg on hormones Mm. you know the tip of the iceberg on hormones we have a lot more we can unpack here on the show for sure yeah okay All right. Well, we'll
0: circle back around to it, ladies, but we would love to hear from you. Uh, You can email us info at Homemaker Chic Podcast if you would like to connect with Angela and I, or of course you can check us out on Instagram, Homemaker Chic Podcast. Um, A massive thank you once again to our patrons who keep Homemaker Chic on the air. You can join uh, that community at patreon.com forward slash Homemaker Chic Podcast. We are indebted. To our patrons, and we love you guys.
1: Um. I okay, I think that's, I think that's it. One for the week. That's a lot of chew on. Yeah, <laughs> good, good chewing for the. All right, moment, we'll and, keep it
0: lighter uh, we'll on Monday. You- yes. Yeah, sure. Let's see okay. you on Monday. All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers.